Hey, everybody. Today's episode is brought to us by the Raising Money Summit, raisingmoneysummit.com. Adam Adams has put together an amazing lineup of speakers. You have Adam Adams, Michael Blanc, Tim Bratz, Ellie Perlman, Alina Trigub, Kent Clothier, Jeremy Roll, Jillian Sadati, Cordy Peterson, Marie Miles, and many, many more. If you are raising money for syndication, for fix and flips, for land deals, for self-storage, mobile home parks, whatever you're raising money for in real estate, you need to be here at this conference. Again, that is the RaisingMoneySummit.com for tickets. And Adam has been gracious enough to let our listeners have a 40% discount through the end of May. All you need to do is use the Promo code SPOTLIGHT, one word, SPOTLIGHT, S-P-O-T-L-I-G-H-T. And again, that is RaisingMoneySummit.com. And if you are raising money, this is the must-attend event of the year. And it is just going to be amazing. Adam puts on a just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, summit. So just uh, again, RaisingMoneySummit.com. And if you use the promo code SPOTLIGHT, you will get 40% off through the end of May. Welcome to REI Spotlight. Today's guest is Chad Whitfeld, and Chad is part of Blue Spruce Capital. Um, and Chad, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, David. Yep. My name's Chad Whitfeld. Uh, been in real estate for a little under two years now. Got linked up with the Blue Spruce Holdings Group and Adam Adams, um, and it's it's been an awesome journey ever since. Um, We've got a little over 300 units under management um, and really excited to keep growing as, as the time precedes us. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so uh, you, you said you're, you're about 300, uh, 300 units uh, right now. Yeah. I, I think like 315, 316. Awesome. Awesome. Double count, but yeah, right around there. Awesome. Those are, those are, uh, those are really good numbers. So uh, you know, that's uh that's awesome. Um, today, I guess we wanted to cover a little bit of uh, behind the scenes, some of the systems and processes of, uh, you know, of capital raising and, and the financial side of everything. Um, what's, uh, what's some of your tips and tricks that you guys have up your sleeves that, uh, that, that really help you uh, move your business forward? Yeah, absolutely. So Adam and I, uh, forgive me if this gets a little bit long-winded because this is, this is really our strong suit in our company. And, and one of the things that we re really, really excel at is, is attracting private capital into our world to, for our real estate deals. Um, so much so that Adam and I have, have literally engineered a process. Um, and I can break that down and go through that with you guys today. I think it'll, I think it'll bring some value to a lot of people who might be um, doing, you know, 10 units, 15 units, or even just duplexes and triplexes, and they want to level to that next place and start doing the 50s and the 60 units and the 100 plus units. Um, but they might not just have enough money in house to finance them. So, um, awesome. like said, we, you know, we, we really brought this down to a, to a process. Um, and so just to just right off the bat, like the most important thing to understand when you're raising private equity is that you're not asking for money. This is where most people go wrong is, is they, they feel really nervous and they feel really reluctant to ask their network for private capital because they think they're asking for money. 
And so that mindset shift of going from, hey, I'm not actually asking for money. I'm providing somebody an opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah. We have the, an asset that can provide, you know, quarter, quarterly distributions and cash flow backed by a real piece of property, right? And it's not just the equities market. It, definitely. Know, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, it's it's a real physical piece of uh, you, you know, it's a real physical piece of property. You can go see it if you really want to, um, you know. But you're also, like you said, you're giving them the opportunity to join in, you know, in, into this adventure with with you. Versus, you know, no, no, I'm just, I just want your money, and I'm going to give you a little <laughs> bit more back. It's it's not that. It's look. Uh, you know, it's like, look, if, uh, if I had even more capital, I'd put more capital into this, but I, I like you and I want you to see you do what I want to see you do well. So come on, you know, here's an opportunity to do well, you know, here's an opportunity to, to help you advance. So definitely. Yeah, that's, that's just pivotal moment. Number one. And that's so important to get your mind around. And I'll be honest with you. I suffered from that in the beginning and there was a very pivotal moment for me when we were working on a deal. It was like 63 units in Big Spring, Texas. And uh, I was raising money from Adam's network. So people who had relationships with Adam, they might have heard of me. They might have seen me around. But I didn't really have much of a standing relationship with them. And um, in the beginning, I was just like, man, you know, I don't really want to be calling these people. They don't know me. They don't want to hear from me. They don't want to talk to me. And it was a really pivotal moment and I'm glad it happened because as I was having those conversations, I realized that just the, just the language that I used changed everything. And regardless if they did invest with us or not, they were really grateful and really excited that I called them. Yeah, uh, so that was, the, that was the pivot for me. That is that is awesome. It, it, it is, uh, yeah, when you cross that threshold of, uh, you know, in your mind, when, when that switch changes in your mind from, you know, more or less begging for money to offering a chance that not everybody has a chance to invest in, when, when you have that mind switch, it's, it is definitely, uh, definitely changing. Absolutely. Um, and so, so that's just, you know, foundation right there. And I'd say the first step is really starting to build your network of individuals who have money available to invest into real estate, right? Um, you know, our typical real estate deals, our minimum investments around usually 30, 40, $50,000, depending on the deal. Um, so being around those type of people, having those types of people in your network, and the most important thing is building that goodwill with them. Definitely. <clears throat> building that goodwill backed with credibility is so important. Um, so just having them, so this is, this is really another foundational piece for us is the know, like, and trust factor. Um, you know, what I, like, what I like to typically say is, think of your very, very best friend in the entire world, the person you take a bullet for. There's probably three things in your heart that you feel about them. You know them, you like them, and you trust them. Yes. And your investors should feel the exact same way about you. Otherwise, they're probably not gonna be waiting for your next deal. And that's really important because there's a lot of people in this space syndicating real estate. And so you want your people to be loyal to you and be waiting and be excited for your next real estate deal. So building that goodwill, building that rapport with them is so incredibly crucial. Definitely, definitely. You know, just that, that 
you know, it, it's it's kind of you know to to me it's like the 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 five hundred six B stuff, you know, where you have to have that 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 existing uh, connection. It's like, well, you know, that's what I want with all my investors. It's like I know I, I know it's a regulation and it's a rule, but you you know, I, I mean, honestly, if I'm I'm asking somebody for twenty five, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars to invest in a project. You know, look, 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 if if they're trusting me with that kind of with that kind of investment, I should know them that well. You 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 know, it's 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 a two way street that that we need to know, like, and trust each other. You know, to be able to move forward and that teamwork. Absolutely, yeah. One of my one of my favorite quotes, and it's actually one of my own. I I always say, the more friends you have, the more investors you have, and that's that's a huge backbone that we've built our success on with raising private capital, um, and it's something I hold near and dear to my heart. Um, but yeah, as and so just building that goodwill and that rapport through things like this, having a podcast, being the face of it, and and establishing yourself as a credible operator. Um, is really important as well as like what, what we've done that works really well for us is putting on events. Uh, we probably in here in Denver, Colorado, um, we're really, really well known for our real estate events and giving back to the community and hosting workshops and doing all these things to give power back to the people. Right. And so that instantly builds a relationship of trust when you're giving, you know, you're giving somebody, whether it be education or time or whatever that, that exchange is, um, it, it's really helped us build our network of people who know, like, and trust us. Yeah. It's, it's awesome that you, you, you bring this up because you don't know this, but the, uh, raising money summit is the sponsor for this episode. So, <laughs> oh, awesome. so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, Adam was, uh, Adam's promo code and stuff is, is, will be the sponsor for this episode. So that's, that's kind of awesome that you, uh, kind of put that little plug in there without even knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, um, yeah, I, I, the, the, the event, the event part of it, um, I think being able to get out and, and, and this is, this is really, I think a key point, part of that is you get to actually get that little bit of face to face, hand to hand, uh, you know, that face to face meeting time and be able to, to, to just be in the same space as the person. I, I think that just goes so so much it, it just helps you advance that uh that that note that your your three your three three legs to your stool you know no like and trust you know when you yeah. when you get a chance to spend a few minutes with somebody even if it's only a few minutes you still it, it's a whole nother level you know once you've met in person it just takes it that extra step absolutely absolutely and i think there's a huge credibility place there too um, sharing the stage with people who are really doing big, big things in this business. Uh, you know, I like to think that we're still pretty young. I've been at this for about two years now and, you know, just, just a little over 300 units and, but we're having people on our stage and we're, you know, speaking with them on panels and so on and so forth. And they have thousands of doors. And so it's a great way to establish credibility by association, which is super important. And even still people who aren't at the event, they hear about the event for the next week. Our last couple events, were so successful that man, I couldn't go on Facebook for a week without seeing somebody posting about the finding deal summit or the raising money summit and tagging everybody and how amazing it was. And like, that's, it's just a really good place to get your name out there, um, get your credibility out there and position it properly. 
sounds sounds awesome. Sounds awesome yeah. that the uh, now um, I, 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 I this is kind of a little bit off topic, but on the on, on the topic of uh, events, um, how uh, is that? Just uh, is your plan just to do them quarterly? Is that your uh, like on the event side? Is that kind of what how you've really spaced it out? Is trying trying to have one like each quarter originally yeah it's it's funny you ask that i'm actually looking across my office at our yearly calendar and it, originally it was going to be uh once a quarter and so here's the thing these events are very time consuming to put on it, there's a lot that goes in it behind the scenes the marketing all the logistics um getting everything set with the event coordinator it, it's a very time consuming process um <clears throat> and so we were originally going to do a four year and after doing our first two, we decided that this is a lot of work. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it'll take away from the main focus of the business, which is buying apartments. Um, so now we have dropped that down to just two of our own events a year, Raising Money Summit and the Finding Deals Summit. Um, but we do a lot of co-hosting and co-sponsoring of events as well, other people's events. Um, it's, it's very common to see Adam or, or myself on other people's stages. Um, so we have our two, our own two main summits and then the rest of the time, um, is spent on other people's stages as well as obviously just focusing on our own business of buying apartments. Definitely. Definitely. Oh. That is, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I definitely understand the, the amount of work that goes into, you, you know, a, a large event like that. Uh, just, uh, I mean, just just lining up the speakers just from the podcast point of view, you know, just trying to, you know, I'm trying to line up, you know, a, a time to meet with one guest at one time. And it's, uh, you know, there's been times where, you know, a podcast has taken two and a half months just to get it in the books from, you know, somebody saying, Hey, I want to jump on. And it's like, you know, you get little, little things that push it out, push it out. Uh, I can't imagine, uh, you know, how much, uh, how much time and how much stuff you have to go through to have, you know, a, a, big two or three day event that's uh that, that that has to be quite labor intensive it is it's fun and it's worth it and and we really enjoy it because the amount of value that gets provided there to people is absolutely amazing um i remember at our last event when our platinum group uh we had these round tables where you got to sit in a room in a very small room with all the speakers all the panelists and i just remember this one guy asking a question and the look on his face when he just got blasted with value bombs from all the speakers that are very, very high level individuals, just the look on his face is like, man, I just got my value out of my ticket and then 10 times just by this last 30 minutes. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it's, it's amazing. I, you know, I, I've yet to be able to attend one of Adams. Hopefully, uh, you, you know, I have mine scheduled for, uh, to, to be there in October. Um, but just to, uh, it, it, yeah, just to, it, it's, it's amazing when you attend an event and you go, yep, I shelled all this out. And then all of a sudden you don't, you, you never know where it's going to happen. Usually in those events, you know, you get to an event and all of a sudden it's like, okay, in 90 seconds, somebody just gave me enough value to satisfy the whole time that I've been here. It's like, it took right. 90 seconds to put it there, but that one little piece of information and it's like, wow, you know, it just explodes. That is so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so on top of the events, just, just going through the process of what we do to call the capital into our deals. So obviously that, those are some of the things that we do to build, build that goodwill and that rapport with, with potential passive 
um, investors. Uh, and so now, so now it's, it's really along the process of educating your investors. Uh, we, we have this saying here in our office is always be raising, always be raising, you know, like that old, always be raising money. Even if you don't have a deal under contract, uh, you should always be raising in the sense of educating your investors on what you're doing, why you're doing it and how you're doing it as well as where, um, one, one really pivotal moment for me in this journey was, uh, when we did a deal in big spring, Texas, it's, it's a smaller market. A lot of people think, think it's very, very heavily dependent on oil and gas, uh, which, which it's not, it has, it has a very nice job diversity there. Um, but the point remains when we went to go raise that equity, I think we really only raised like $800,000 for that deal. Um, it was by far the most frictional raise we've ever had to do just because you had to go through that process of educating them. No, it's not very dependent on oil and gas. Here's the other top five employers. Here's why it's a good market. Right. And so if you can avoid that when you need it to happen and do it in the pretense, that raise becomes much, much easier. Right. So we're really, really heavy on Oklahoma city right now. That's our, like our main market that we're super focused on. And so we consistently educate our investors on why we're in Oklahoma City. And that's before we have a deal in Oklahoma City, right? And so now when it comes time to call that capital into a deal, they're already excited. They already know exactly why we're in that MSA. They already know the new developments coming there. They know the top five employers, the job diversity, the net migration, and so on and so forth. And so now that raise of capital becomes so, so much easier. So that's the next step for us is, is continually educating our investors on where we're doing it, how we're doing it, why we're doing it, all that good stuff. Be, 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 a, be ahead of, it's, uh, you know, and it may have even been Adam that said it, you know, it's like, look, answer, uh, answer your due diligence questions before they ask them. You know, if Absolutely. you have everything out there, if you're educating them and you know that, look, the, the, the market I'm in, you know, this is, you, you know, these are the employers, these are the employment numbers, here's the job growth numbers, here's the, you, you, you know, all, you know, all your numbers for the, for the market overall. So that way, you know, like you said, you know, if you pull up a deal and they see that it's in Oklahoma City, it's like, okay, they're not going to ask a whole lot of questions about the market because you've spent the last three months, you know, throwing out bits of pieces and information on the market so that, you know, your, your, your investors already know the market. They're already comfortable with the market. So, you know, they're ready to, they're ready to hop in and, 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 and jump on board. Right. Right. And we do that. We do that through a pretty strategic way. I uh, think, you know, just like having a podcast, right. We talk about it on the podcast and the way we spin it is, Hey, just in case you're wondering how we vet a market, this is what we're looking for. And we're going to use Oklahoma City as an example, right? And so by doing so, you're, not only are you providing education to them, but you're also providing that education along your specific market. And we'll do that on Facebook Lives, uh, the podcast, email marketing, so webinars, so on and so forth. Um, and so really having that intent-based educational content that goes tenfold through your business and then providing that goodwill and that rapport as well. So yeah. you're, 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 you're educating them on your market. And then also it, it also helps you if you ex plan on expanding into another market, right? You already know what questions that they're going to ask you. So, so it's a, it's a, it's a twofold that, you know, you're educating them on what are good questions to ask, but you've also already set up, you know, you already have the, 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 it's, it's getting the test early. 
you right. you know you get the you you get to have the, te- the 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 test and you get to fill out your answers so that way when they come when it's test time you already got all the answers there you just roll it out for them and let them you know let them know that's a that's a great exactly one. yeah so so that's that's kind of the the basic process um i'm more than happy to share a little bit about the technology that we use alongside of it Not definitely um, that's that's probably one of the mo- number one questions that I get personally, just because that's kind of my side of the business. Because um, there's so many different things out there, right? So number one is just having a proper CRM database of your investors, um, as well as a way to communicate with them. So for that, I use, we use Active Campaign, and it's pretty cool because it allows you to not only have your CRM, but it's email marketer, as well as a process process deal flow. Um, that you can do for each deal and move investors alongside of the board, just like a Trello board, if you have ever used that before. Um, so that's, that's one of the most important pieces of technology I use. And then as well as, um, as, well as having a place to send them to register their interest in the deal. And for that, I build web pages and webinar funnels using ClickFunnels. Okay. Um, <clears throat> ClickFunnels is a super easy, super user-friendly, um, you know, f- web-based platform to build nice pieces of, of digital, you know, soft, not software, but digital uh, products. So um, those, are my, those are my two main things that I use technological basis to, to call capital into a deal. And then obviously get on the phones. That's, that's where a lot of people go wrong. Uh, they're just, they're just scared to get on the phones. And so, you know, like, I mean, I, you know, before I got into this, I used to cold call, uh, for sale by owners. I used to cold call expireds, all that good stuff. It's so, like, I'm not scared of getting on the phones. Uh, but a lot of people are. And so my advice to you is to practice, pick up the phone and start dialing, start calling people. Um, and we, Adam and I have engineered, uh, a, a very powerful script that we use and, and literally at word by word is psychologically engineered exactly how we're saying it, why we're saying it and where we're going to say it. Um, and it, it's, it's provided us some really good results. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Um, there was, uh, Adam had a, had his Facebook live last night that he was, he was talking, I only caught part of it, but he was talking over part of it that, you know, it, it's yeah, that, that script sounds, uh, sounds like it is very, very, very powerful. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it really is. It's cool. And, and I, I gotta, gotta give hats off to Adam. I, I didn't really have that in my arsenal before I met him. And, and he's very, uh, very, very savvy with linguistic programming and, and how to, to use the psychology uh, behind sales, behind language and all that stuff. And, and so I've learned a lot from him and I'm really, really grateful for it. Uh, Cause it's completely changed my life. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It's uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Being being able to, to to have a script and being able to trust the script and, and and you know just being able to throw it out there and then like you said, just you 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 know if 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 you're out there and you're you're raising capital, you just need to you you you're it's kind of like anything else in life. You know, the first couple of times it's going to be awkward, it's going to be weird, but the only way you get past the awkward and the weird unless you're like some savant, you know, is you go out there and you do it. it. You know, you think of anything that you've done, you know, the first time you, first time you tried to cook something in the kitchen, you know, first time you played baseball, the first time you rode a bike, you know, it's like, look, that first time it's, it's going to be ugly. The first time you do almost everything, you know, anything you do in life, most yeah. of the time, the first time you do it, it's ugly. 
This is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look, it's called experience for a reason. And there's really only one way to get experience. And that's just to go do it. You know, and like you said, the first time, the first time you're going to suck, you know, the 10th time you're going to suck a little bit less, you know, yeah. but you know, you by you know, time 100 or time 200, you start becoming well, a lot more polished, but you can't be as polished as somebody who's had that conversation 200 times, unless you've had that conversation 199 times. Right. You, right. You polish for, for conversation number 200. It's not there until you've, until you completed 199. It's just, there's no way to do it. And you know, that's, that's kind of one of the things that, you know, this is an amazing and an awesome business but you still got to do the work, you know, you still got to, you, you know, you still have to go out there and you, you have to do what you need to do. There's certainly uh, you know, certainly technology and everything that'll help you along the way. But you know, the, the bottom line is, is, you know, you just got to get out there and, and, and take a step and, and do it. Absolutely. And this is, this is a little bit harder to, this is just something that I provide all that I coach all my students on and it's a little bit harder to do with raising money but when I when I'm teaching them like how I find off-market properties using my you know automation social media strategies I tell them right off the bat hey we're gonna be working in markets that you don't want to buy in for the next two months like what do you mean I want to go get a deal I want to go talk to brokers right now I'm like I need you to learn how to suck on brokers that you don't need deals from so that way, when you actually get on the phone with a broker you do need a deal from, you're going to be really, really good at it. And their response is just so funny every time. It's a little bit harder to do with raising private capital, but um, if you have somebody in your life, in your team, in your partnership, whatever, practice. Talk track. Practice, practice, practice. It's, oh, it's that, that definitely. It's, it's you know, I've, I've, my, my, my poor brother, uh, you know, who, who is not in a position to invest in, in anything, but he knows a lot about what I do and it's because it's like, look, you're, you, you know, he, he was, he was a safe target to start off with. It's like, look, here's somebody I know that I can sit down and have a conversation with any day of the week. Right. Why not just take this person and, you know, that way I can say this stuff and get this stuff all out and verbalized, you, you know, myself, but, you know, pick that unsuspecting or, 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 you know, somebody that, that, that'll sit down and, and will listen to you talk about anything that you're comfortable with and pitch them, pitch them, you know, five, 10 times as, as many times as you can before they get up and walk out of the room and say, I'm <laughs> done with this for now, yeah. you know, grab that person, grab that partner, you know, gra grab somebody that, and, and if not, well, you know, the next time you're out in public and you start up some random chit chat, throw it out there, especially if it's somebody you don't know. I mean, what do, what do you got to lose? I mean, especially yeah. if it's somebody you don't know, it could be somebody who knows something or it could be worthless. But even if, as long as you're out there and the main, the, the main thing is, is you get that rep. You get to be able to throw out there. You get to be able to say the words. And if it's somebody you don't know and, you, you know, it, 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 you're not really – burning a bridge or, or anything like that. But it, you know, if you're out there, you're, you need to work on, you, you know, look, the, the general public is, you know, usually a, a willing victim for you to throw your, uh, throw your stuff out there, you know, right. and, and, and you'll get a, you know, even if they're, even if you're pitching to the person who's not your ideal avatar in the beginning, pitch to them anyway, because that just helps you knock off another rep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I have two quick stories on raising money just to close it out that I would love yep. to share if we have the time. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We got time. 
cool. <clears throat> so, so one, one huge thing for me, and it, this is just picking back and off what you just said. Um, I'm a huge, huge motorcyclist, dirt biker, mountain biker, all that stuff. And I was out on a ride on a, like a Wednesday morning, riding by myself. And these two guys pulled up and they come up to me and say, Hey man, you know, where should we go? I, we've never been here before. I said, come ride with me, man. I've got a fun loop. We'll go ride it together. So, okay, cool. And they pulled, obviously pulled up in their brand new Mercedes diesel sprinter, you know, $10,000 KTM dirt bikes that they're riding on. And, uh, you know, just played it cool. Just really, really played it cool. Didn't, didn't really ask them or didn't, didn't tell them that I was in real estate and this, that, and the other thing. I just asked them questions, you know, figured out that they had just sold their technology company and, uh, they're, they're retired now and just enjoying their life and their families are back home and they're on a road trip and this, that, and the other thing. And we really didn't say too much about real estate, but they had added me on Facebook, saw one of my posts about acquiring more real estate. And I get a group chat from them and they said, Chad, uh, John and I have $100,000 each burning a hole in our pocket and we'd like to commit it to your next real estate deal. So they invested in our last deal. Just by you know, making, focusing on building that relationship, building that know, like, and trust factor, not being salesy and not being you know, pushy and pitchy up front was super beneficial. Um, and then pretty much a very, very similar s- situation happened when I was sick. I was, I was sick. I had a pretty nasty cold and I went to an urgent care and the doctor comes in and, and she's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I feel horrible. I'm just really grateful that um, I, I don't have to be in my office every day. I, I have, I'm really happy for that. She goes, what do you do? So I, I buy apartments uh, with my friends and my investors. And she's like, really, I've been interested in getting in real estate for a while now. Um, can I give you my card and so we can talk about that more? said, yeah, absolutely. And she wound up investing with me too. Just, just completely random, never had met any of these people before. Um, and just having those right conversations, just being a person who can help people and understanding that, hey, I'm not, I'm not raising money, I'm providing people opportunities. And when you use that as your foundational basis behind raising private capital, I think you'll be amazed at the momentum that you can create behind it. Uh, definitely. It, it's that, like you said, it, it's just getting that this is not a sales pitch out of your mind and just being like, you know, you're just sharing something that, you know, it most likely if they're in a spot where they can do something, when you start sharing, they're going to go, okay, I'm interested. Please tell me more. You know, it's, and, 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 and especially when you start getting into the other person's mindset, you know, if you have money that you're trying to find someplace to invest, you're looking for an opportunity. I mean, you know, if you got $100,000 sitting at the bank and it's making sub 2%, it's burning a hole to get into something where it's, it's, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't want nothing with that. You know, I don't want it tied up in a CD that's, you know, like half a percent or, you know, something goofy like that. You know, it's like, you, you, you know, because people are looking at, you know, somebody that has money sitting that's not in anything, they're trying to put it to work. You know, it's not, you know, they're not trying to let it sit there and collect dust. It, it's doing nobody any good. And, right. You know, and so you, you're, you're giving them an opportunity and it's something that, you know, people who are going to be able to invest, they're looking for these opportunities. They may not come out and say it, you know, straight up that I'm looking for it, but their subconscious is looking for it. So if you throw it out there, they're going to latch onto it. They're going to be the ones that go, Hey, uh, yeah, let me know more about that. I I, want to know more. And then the conversation just gets easy from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Awesome. Well, I do have my one, uh, my, my one obligatory uh, question, and that is, how do you prefer to give back to your community? Primarily through my content. I am always putting out as much educational content as I can. A lot of it has to do with my mindset through my journey, um, as well as semantics of what I do, teaching people exactly um, what I noticed doing well and, and being able to follow along my journey through the trials and the tribulations, as well as the wins and the losses. So um, definitely look me up on Facebook and Instagram. I'm very, very active on there, putting out as much valuable content as I possibly can. Um, so, uh, any other, any other ways, uh, that, uh, my listeners can get a hold of you? Uh, sure. Yeah. It's, it's just Chad Whitfelt, uh, on, on Facebook, Instagram. Um, and that's, that's probably the easiest and the most active place to reach me at. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Chad, again, uh, thank you so much for uh, hopping on here. Um, and, uh, you know, just, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. You've been invaluable to my listeners and it is just, uh, it has been awesome. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. Appreciate you having me. Thank you.